Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, I am so excited in sharing what I have to share. If you could take out your hand out, and I, I really believe that God is just wanting to do something here within our church. You probably have heard this from before through Wick Warren, but I really believe that God is doing something awesome in our lives today, and he wants us to make sure that, that we are on course in what we're doing, and most especially finding the purpose for your life. And I really believe that once you find the purpose in your life, okay, you'll be the most happiest and satisfied person of your life and in your life. Three things here, okay? Three important things, dates that you should remember. Number one is that when you was born, okay, that's historical. Everybody say historical. Number two is that when you got born again, everybody said born again. And number three is that when you find the purpose why you exist in life, that would be number three. We don't want to waste our time here on earth. I get more years behind me. I get less years ahead of me. And I always say to my wife, when they put me six feet under, I want to say, God, Lord, I have fulfilled the purpose of God for my life. Have given me dreams and visions for my life. And constantly I need to pursue it. I need to find it. Even where I'm at. Even at my age at this time. Because I want to please the Father. How about you? And you that are young at a very young age. Find it while you're young. Like Gracie girl. She wanted to be a doctor at six years old. I said, Really? But I, once she went to preschool, and I seen she was three grades higher than, 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 than her grade level. And you know how Papa is, eh? right, Gracie? I stay with Gracie to make sure that she stays the course. And Gracie did stay the course, and she's a doctor today. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Come on. And when I look at her precious young people, ask them all kind of questions, you know. Where are you going? And so on and so on. You need to write me something. Write, write me a paragraph. Tell me about it. Like, where are you going? You know, I want to make sure when he finished, you know, finished high school, he, he will know his next step in life. Amen, Jaren? Amen, Haley? I said, give me a, one page, one page or two pages. Write me about yourself. I need to hear you. I need to read it so I can lead and direct you and everything, you know. Everything that you need in life, okay? What on earth I'm here for and why was I born? Is it simply to look good or ugly? Maybe not, yeah. First, we have three basic questions. The first question is of existence. Why I am alive? 
For thousands of years, people have asked this question. And Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah asked, Why was I born? Was it only to have trouble and sorrow and to end my life in disgrace? Question number two is a question of significance. Is there some meaning and purpose to my life? Is it at all that I'm doing? It is just a waste of time and energy. Is my life significant? Again, does it have meaning? Psalms 89 said, I remember how short my life is, and it's not too long. Why did you create me? Is it for nothing? Is there significance to what I do, and why should I keep going? Number three, is there purpose for my life? Purpose. Everybody say purpose. The book that prophet Isaiah said, My work all seems so useless. I have spent strength for nothing. Why? Because there is no purpose at all. Prophet Isaiah said this. But I am praying that you won't say this about your life. Even at this time, there is no purpose at all in living. Amen. Without purpose, life is motion without meaning, activity, without direction, and events without reason. Yet, it's never too late to discover God-ordained purpose in your life. Everybody say, Amen. We need to understand what that God makes everything. Say with me, God makes everything with a purpose. Everybody say, Amen to that. Everything without a purpose, amen. The Bible teaches us, I'll put it this way, every plant has a purpose. Every animal has a purpose. And if you are alive, God has a purpose for your life. He has a very clear and distinct purpose for your life. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Can we give the Lord, Lord a hand on it? He has a very clear and distinct purpose for my life. I'm not just a nobody, but I'm a somebody and I'm going somewhere. Amen. Especially with the Lord. The Bible teaches that God has five purpose, purposes in making us. These five purposes are explained by Jesus in the great commandment. Is to love the Lord thy God with your whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. Everybody say amen. And in the great commission, it said to go and you make disciples of all people too. And also they were demonstrated by the early church in Acts chapter 2. Not only to love God, but you need to be in fellowship with each other. Look at each other. Hey, and say to each other, we belong to each other. We're friends. Not with your cell phone, amen? <laughs> All right. And explained by Paul also in, in Ephesians 4, and I like this, and God gave apostles and, and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers so that you can do the work of the ministry. And it's prayed by Jesus in John chapter 17 where he said, Father, I pray that they will fulfill your will. I pray, God, that there'll be one. I pray, God, that destiny will be fulfilled in John chapter 17. That's God. That's Jesus for you. Amen? Everybody say amen. Here in this church, I'm praying.
I'm praying that God will help you find it. The Lord will help you find it. I'm praying that Pastor Bill and Pastor Grace will help you find it too. Everybody say amen. Pastor Nita and Pastor Rodell too, right? All the pastors here, those in leadership will help you find it. Let the Aloha Church and its staff help you find the purpose of God for your life. All you have to do is to meet us halfway, church. You do your part, and with the help of the Lord, we will definitely do our part to help you find it. Just give us nine months to one year of your time right now. If you're not involved in anything, okay, or, or, or maybe in something, but just come, but listen to this. But just coming to church only on the Sunday morning, it won't help you to fulfill it. Are you with me? There is something more than that. Are you with me? You know, just coming to church on that, you know, because there is more that we like to pour into you. We have Acts 29. We have World Changers Bible College. You know, we have our special discipleship program from 101 to 41. And, and Ken Oth and the staff are working so hard because I really believe it's okay to get saved. But after you get saved, you need to be discipled. Amen. And this church is offering things here big time, but you need to step up to the plate, but it has to go beyond Sunday morning. Don't get quiet on me now. Praise the Lord. Say with me, I will go beyond Sunday morning, and I will be involved the discipleship program. Come on, discipleship program of the Lord Church. It brings me great, it brings me great joy when I see one, two, three, or four of you would fulfill the destiny of God for your life. And you're happy, and you're satisfied, and you're fulfilled, and you're content. Because God, when I see that in my heart, I say, whoa, praise the Lord. That's why young people, I pop you all those questions because I want to make sure that you would fulfill it. Right, Haley? Right, Haley? Yeah. I love these precious young people. Let's go ahead and give them a hand. Once you find it, you'll be the most happiest and fulfilled person in your life. You would say, now, I was born, but I was born for a reason and for a purpose. What Jesus said in John 10.10, he said, I come that you may have life and life more abundantly. Who wants that kind of a life? Raise your hand. Yes. Life, but life more abundant to the maximum, to the fullest. Hallelujah. Amen. There are five deep purposes for your life, and let me cover one today. Look at your handout. I thought I had it in here. Grace, let me see that handout. Just a quick one. I, sorry about this. Uh, should have had a better. Need to be centered. All right. Need that. We need a better paper on this. Okay. We'll just pass out to him. Okay, Lord. Here we go. Grace said it's. Grace said it's too late now. Okay, Lord. Here we go. All right. We can do better than this. Amen. And 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 Sister Nita said, I I, I cannot see this. Okay. Oh. 
How can you show me a purpose when I cannot even read this? Come on, pastor, to live up to it. But hey, you know, you know the point that I'm trying to drive at, amen? Number one is that God has planned you for God's pleasure, all right? Number two, you're formed for God's family. Let's read it together. Formed for God's family. Number three, you're created to be like Christ. That's the goal here on earth, that I would be like Jesus. I would act like him. I would talk like him. I would minister like him. That's my goal, to be conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Amen? Number four is to shape for service, ministry. God gave the fivefold ministry for us guys, teachers, pastors, apostles, so that you can do the work of the ministry. Amen. That's why I said you have to go beyond Sunday morning. Sunday morning at this hour is not enough. Amen. Don't get quiet on me now. Praise the Lord because God's going to change things on 2015. But it's up to you to do your part. You do your part. By the time we close this year, if you're not involved, you'll be a changed person. Just give us the time. Everybody say, I would take the time. And number five, we made for, for a mission. I thank God. Made for a mission. Made for a mission in this church here is not on purpose. Amen. Is to conquer the world for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We've gone to the Philippines last year. We're going to the Philippines. And a possibility we're going to Japan too. Sister Eden, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So long you pay my airfare, man. We go to Japan. Let me go ahead and cover number one. The first purpose of your life is this, that you were planned for God's pleasure. Amen? In a born-again Christian life is that you would have a love affair with God. Woo, love affair with God. God wants you to know him and to love him. There is an intimacy of relationship with God Almighty, with God all-knowing, and with God that's everywhere. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. At the same time, if you do all of that, everything else is secondary. Why? Because of your intimacy relationship with the Father. I talked to my son the other day, when, I mean, not the other day, but yes, well, during my time in Texas, and I began to, you know, he, he's been busy working and so on. I said, Sylvan, I said, guard your walk with the Lord. Amen. The key, Sylvan, is that be intimate with God. Draw close to him. Intimacy is the key, Sylvan, with the Lord. Intimacy, the deep relationship, the love affair with the Lord is so important, Sylvan. There is a word for expressing love to God. Worship so many times when we think of worship, we think of music. Right, Nameli? We say that that was a nice worship. And just a moment ago when we sung that song, Majesty, oh, it was a good worship, we said this morning. But worship is expressing your love to God. Amen? Worship is living a life pleasing to God. Worship, again, is more than music. Are you with me? Worship is everything you do that brings pleasure to God. And your whole life is worship through the Holy Spirit. And you want to please the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Where he would say, 
I'm very well pleased with you because you know how to worship me. Simply means that it's more than music. Good, a few good bumps on a Sunday morning. It's that intimacy, the love affair with God. Who wants that kind of intimacy with the Lord? Just raise that. Oh, he misses that. Amen. He misses that when you're one-on-one with him, when you would talk to him and, and he would talk back to you. And he misses when you would just pour out your heart. And everything that you say to him, he listens to you. He hears your cry. He sees the need. And that's the papa that I serve. He's a daddy that I serve. I love him so much. And yet I want more of him every day. Amen. And that's worship. Everybody say, that's worship. In Scripture, in Matthew 22, verse 37, Jesus said unto him, You shall love the Lord thy God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. Say with me, I will love the Lord thy God with all of my heart, all of my soul. And all of my mind. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. That's worship. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world. For God so loved you. And I look in the area of worship. In, in, in that in particular love here. God is always wanting the highest and best for your life. The best for you. He will never shortchange you in life. You do your part. You always say, obey me. Press in with me. Go after me. Amen. God would always fulfill the highest and best in your life. And that's love. Love. He will give you the best of everything. That's God. Amen. Say with me, that's God. And that's the kind of love that he wants between you, between you and him. That intimacy plays a big part. All right. Let's look at another scripture here. In Romans 8, 38. You can turn to that, please. He said, oh, I like this. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord, it simply means that's the love of God. Nothing shall separate you from the love of God. Nothing, church, nothing. You wonder why David is, is, is I mean, is a worshiper. You know, he's out in the fields, and you could read all of his psalms. I really believe that he was a man. He was a man after God's heart. He chased after God. And I believe in the area of worship for God's pleasure is that you need to chase after him. Go after him. Chase after him. God, I want you, you, and you alone. And he wants that. That's why when David would write his psalms, when David would sing his psalms, he knew how to worship the Lord. And God would drop a lot of things to, unto him, revelation and insight. But I believe David was such a worshiper. I want to be like David. How about you? Amen. Just going after God. Made us for his pleasure. Made us for us to, to worship him and to love him just like that. 
In Psalms 42, verse number 1, As the deer pants for the water brook, so my soul, so my soul pants for you, O Lord. My soul thirsty for God. My soul thirsty for God because He is the living God. Amen. Your God is not dead. He is alive. Hallelujah. Can we give Him a clap for He is alive. Pant after a living God. God is not dead. He's alive. The God of this Bible is alive. Lift up your Bibles or iPad or iPhones. Amen. The God of the universe is alive. The God who made this earth is alive. The God that created you and birthed you into existence is alive. He only wants you to do is to worship him and for you to love him and for you to adore him. That's worship. He made it for his pledge that you would do this one-on-one -on -one with him. Amen. I like this. First and foremost, you were born to worship and everything else is secondary. Again, intimacy with God is the secret of living. Intimacy with him would be the secret of life. Also, too, you would show me how much you love him is that you love to spend time with him. You would love to read his love letters. Simply means the Bible or your iPad or your, or your iPhone. And again, the God of this Bible is alive. Look what Joshua 1 said. And God said to Joshua, Joshua 1 verse number 8, because I really believe that if, if you are so much in worshiping the Lord, this love letter needs to be so part of you in your life. Amen. So part of you. Joshua 1, verse number 8, he said, The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate it day and night that you may observe according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. Then you will have good success. Why? Because you have meditate the word of God day and night. Show me how much you love God. Show me how much you pick up the Bible and read. Amen. God of this Bible wants you, to, he wants you to be a part and pick it up on a daily basis. Meditate it, digest it, and stay on it every day. I try to memorize one scripture a day besides my reading. Because I just want to meditate on the word of the Lord. Amen. Because I love him so much. Also, he said in verse number 9, he said, I have not commanded you to be strong and of good courage. So do not be afraid nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God is with us wherever you go. May his presence in and through your life be stronger and stronger and stronger every day as you worship the Lord. I want to worship God. How about you? That's a pleasure that he loves between you and and the Father between you and Jesus when you begin to worship him just like that. I thought I'd add this. Let me go ahead and bring this 
to a closer. Yes, you, yes, you and him, and, and you and him and his love letters, and, and you and him and his presence. But I like in Galatians chapter 5, and verse number 5, he said that to redeem that we're under the Lord, that we might receive the adoption of sons. I thank God that, that you and I are adopted sons and daughters of God. Amen? Verse number says, and because we're sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, and, he, and we would cry out, Abba, Father. There's, there's that relationship. You know, there, there, uh, what I'm trying to say here is that there's that sonship. There's that daughtership between you and the Father. And I really believe that we need to stay on that identity because I believe that the identity the devil wants you to, to I mean, for you to get focused on, he said, no, you're not the adopted son of God. You don't really belong to him, but he has given us that sonship that you and I will become adopted sons and daughters of God. Don't let the enemy steal your identity, who you are in God. Am I right? Look at Jesus, you know, the first thing, and, you know, I mean, after that baptism, and, and, and the father would say to Jesus, this is my beloved son, whom I well pleased. And immediately in the spirit, he went into the wilderness. But immediately the devil said, if you are the son of God, he come against your identity. You need to know your identity that you really are the sons and daughters of God. Amen. Once you begin to recognize that you're the sons and daughters of God, you will act like him, you will minister like him, and you will do things what he wants you to do. Why? Because you're the adopted sons and daughters of God, and he put that in your heart where you can cry, Abba, Father. That's intimacy, church. And you have that inside of you. Amen. The sons and daughters of God. We worship were made for his pleasure. You want him to say to you, well done, my good and faithful servant. You want him to say to you on, on a daily basis that I'm very pleased with you, my son. I'm very pleased with you, my daughter. That's intimacy. And that's the closeness that he wants between you and him. We're made for his pleasure. Amen. You and I say with me, Lord, Lord Jesus, I am made for your pleasure. Do you believe that? That's key there. Once you begin to recognize that God, that I may love you and adore you, and, 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 and out of that, you know, that, that been well pleased to, and out of that connection as sons and daughters of God, Everything else, the other four that I will mention here later on, everything else will fall into place. Everything else in that level will be all secondary because you need to focus over here between you and God. Don't ever lose that. And know your identity as a son and daughters of God. Let's bow our hearts together in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Namely, can, can you go to the, and the praise and worship team? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, just say it to the Lord right now. I am, not, I am made for a purpose. I am made to worship you. I am created to love you and to adore you. Come on, just talk to the Lord right now. God, create in me, God, that intimacy with you, Lord. 
Help me to recognize that an adopted son and daughters of God. There's that closeness to you and you want him to say to you on a daily basis, I'm pleased with you, my son. I'm pleased with you, my daughter. Don't let the devil come against your identity of who you are in him. This is where he tests us. He said, if you truly are a Christian, if you truly are this, he would test you in that identity. But recognize who you are in Christ. And in that alone, you could love him and you could adore him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let's all stand, please. Give us a, a worship song. Let's all stand, please. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.